0: Hey everybody, Ron Rademacher here, Michigan Backroads. You know, I was up in Manistique a while back and was asking about local history when somebody said, how about Boot Hill? Well, when I hear Boot Hill Cemetery, I always think about the Wild West, Wyatt Earp, and Doc Holliday. However, if you say those words in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the old-timers will start telling stories about Old Seney. In the central part of the Upper Peninsula is a vast wilderness now known as the Seney Wildlife Preserve. On the eastern edge of the preserve is the town of Seney, and while most travelers just roll on through to their way somewhere else, there's great history at this obscure crossroads. Seney does have an old cemetery that is still known as Michigan's Boot Hill. While it didn't become as famous as the one out west, it did become the final resting place of some famous and infamous characters. Many of those buried here were legendary, larger-than-life lumbermen and adventurers. They lived during the great lumber days of the 1880s and the 1890s. Some were immigrants, shanghaied and stranded here, their identities lost in forgotten lumber camps. During those rip-roaring years, this was one of the toughest and roughest towns in the entire world. Tales are told of the fights, the robberies, and the killings that greeted any traveler. Characters like Leon Zolgos, who later assassinated President McKinley, and P.J. Snapjaw jaw small who earned his whiskey by biting off the heads of living snakes and frogs, left their mark here. Snapjaw made it into Michigan's Boot Hill after biting off the head of another lumberjack's pet owl. Then there were Pump Handle Joe and Protestant Bob McGuire and Stubfoot O'Donnell, barroom brawlers of the most murderous sort. If you head straight south of town for a mile or so, you will come to the old cemetery, Michigan's Boot Hill. Most of the graves are still there, but only one or two of the old markers have survived the passing years. Many were buried with no records kept at all. You can learn about those days by visiting the local historical museum open all summer long. They have lots of artifacts and old records. You can find out about Wiry Jim Summers, Frying Pan Maggie, and more. There was one famous lumberman who survived his time in Sini, Silver Jack Driscoll. His legend is large, from the Tittabawassee River all the way to the Huron Mountains— and it is in those mountains where he claimed to have found a gold mine. After 1893, Silver Jack spent his last days in Lons, fighting, drinking, and brawling as always. When he ran out of money, he would head north into the Huron Mountains, a trackless wilderness that is still one of the most remote areas in Michigan. Silver Jack would reappear after a couple of weeks, resupplied with gold nuggets and sometimes silver. He would hang around the saloons until he was broke, then head out again. Concerned citizens tried to track him into the mountains, no doubt concerned that he would twist an ankle or get mauled by a bear and need help, but he always managed to elude them. Soon he would be back with more nuggets. He never divulged the location of his mind, and the secret of its location is now lost, just like Silverjack's final resting place. The village of Sini is at the junction of Route 77 and Route 28, the Cemetery, and the Historical Museum are just south of Route 28. This is Ron Rademacher at michiganbackroads.com.